How's it going, everyone? This is the Jab Step Fantasy Podcast. I am recording on Anchor today. Uh, I do not have all my equipment with me at the moment. This is Thanksgiving week, so just bear with me. Uh, It's just going to be a pretty quick episode. We're just going to really look at what happened in week five and uh, go forward into week six and preview that. Let's look at week five. We've had some uh, interesting drama, as you could say. Basically, Sleeper has not really um, been clear on some of the things on how the game pick format works. So you're seeing that when a person doesn't play or is a game time decision, sometimes they will look to be as if they would not score a point points since they did not play however sleeper uh, they select the game previous to it as the default so therefore like if Paul George did not play Wednesday but he played Friday or let me I think I've actually got that backwards excuse me so let's say that Paul George played Wednesday and dropped 30 points and then Friday I actually had him pick for that game and he did not play he'll take Wednesday score for that person and it's really not been just a huge issue at the point at this moment because I mean that's some of that stuff is is helpful because a lot of times NBA teams are not really informative and they will sit a guy five minutes before tip off or something of that nature I've been to an NBA game before where um Chris Tapp uh, Tapp Porzingis was uh, warming up for Dallas and we all expected him to play, and they just scratched and decided he wasn't going to play. So those aspects where you pick those matchups, that's really helpful. However, we had an owner in the league, which most of y'all know it was Coley, who did not set a single pick, so therefore he, he does not deserve any points, in my opinion. That's like the whole purpose of this. So, yeah, Adam got a free win, even though it was kind of aired out on the on the chat which uh, me and Adam and Pat and and Josh have all spoken about it, discussed it, tried to figure out a good way about it, but it just kind of came to a head this week. So anyway, I've posted the game pick details uh, where it's a frequently asked question about game pick mode and unusual player situations. Uh, You can read that article. It's in our chat, both iPhone group chat and our sleeper chat. So, yeah, just look into that. Um, if you hear any other noises, that's probably my wife walking around and whatnot. I'm just uh, sitting here on the phone with my AirPods in. Hopefully this records well. We'll, we'll give it a shot. Uh, if not, maybe I can make time to, to get in there and, and look at some stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah. So let's preview what happened in uh, week five, which was a very, very interesting week. Um the top or as they say best team this week was my team which finally feels feels good to be on top for once so yeah I put up 392 this week and uh, of course Coley was the worst team Uh, high scoring picks were Steph Curry for uh, for Lane Uh, James Harden was the high scoring shooting guard Paul George was the high scoring small forward uh, Giannis was uh, CJ's pick, and he scored 70. 
that's the highest core and power forward. And then Jokic, of course, is the highest score and center, which has been a common theme. So, anyway, the uh, highest points and loss goes to uh, Jonathan White, who played Voodoo Magic. And then, uh, of course, Adam, his team was not very good. Uh, but he, he ends up getting the lowest points in the win. Uh, the top free agents that scored this week, uh, we got Bruce Brown, Alec Burks, B.J. Tucker, Grant Williams, and Devin Eubanks. Uh, any of those worth uh, picking up? I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe P.J. Tucker and Bruce Brown, but some of the other ones I'm not sure about. But anyway, the first matchup was the sales team versus Stay Mellow, where I took the victory. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, had some pretty good night. Had pretty good uh, performances, if it would... Uh, I guess it won't open, but had some pretty good performances on that one with Sadiq Bay and some of those other ones. I was pretty happy with my picks, but uh, Stay Mellow, he, just like every other team in the league, is battling through injuries. Uh, white Man Can't Jump beat Team Coley Thompson uh, pretty handily. Uh, very interesting matchup. When I say interesting, it's not really that much scoring that happened, but nonetheless, it was... It was still interesting because of the drama that unfolded. Um, Voodoo Magic, he continues uh, doing well, even though he's got a 3-2 and two record against. And he beats uh, Jonathan White. And then uh, the Mighty have fallen. BJ has finally lost. And Butch Cassidy, Cassidy Warren, has a really, really good, strong bounce back. He's won two in a row, going starting off with a unfortunate 0-3 start. Look for Cassidy's team to uh, continue to uh, do well, and uh, Josh continues his dominance uh, by barely beating John Curtis, in my opinion, nine points. And then Lane barely beat CJ's team. So, those are that is the results this week. Uh, I don't have my, my power rankings with me at the moment, but I can kind of just shoot from the hip where uh, the power rankings look right now. So, uh, number one team is still Josh, he didn't move. He actually done better. Uh, right now, Lane's team is number two in the power rankings. Uh, I would go with Pat and myself and BJ as the next three. Uh, mainly because BJ's team just hasn't. He is four and one, but he hasn't performed as well as he would hope, which he's had some injuries. He's had LeBron James and Jalen Brown sit out, who both seem to be back. Uh, then following that would be Cassidy's team, uh, who is looking really really strong he looks like one of the teams that are going to it's going to escalate in the, uh, the power rankings and then uh, following him would be Jonathan White even though he is two and three and then uh, I'm going to put Adam at number I guess number eight in that situation and then it's going to be kind of a, a cluster here where you got uh, CJ and Gordo who are having both pretty decent years looks like Gordo's had some unfortunate matchups he's had some people really uh, have good performances against him. So is John Curtis. John Curtis has been the, the absolute worst when it comes to people having good matchups. So John Curtis just hanging there. It's it's going to be okay. So anyway, uh, power rankings goes as follows. Number one, Josh. Number two, Lane. Number three, Pat. Number four, Ben. Number five, BJ. Number six, Cassidy. Number seven, Jonathan White. Number eight, Adam. 
number nine, CJ number ten, Gordo number eleven, John Curtis number twelve, Coley. So, anyway, we had some some conversations today in the chat where if you don't set your lineup, you're going to score zero. This it is what it is. But you 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 honestly got to like probably we need to set a lineup even if you miss the first couple slates of game. Normally your your team can still set a lineup so I know uh, people are busy I understand that but however this is a competitive league and we want full participation so uh, if if this continues uh, we may have to make some changes to certain owners in the league if they cannot continue to set their lineups uh, anyway so that was week five it was it was a fun week I, I hope everybody's really been enjoying this uh, basketball league so far uh, Anyway, let's look into week six, and uh, man, we got a heavy, we got a couple heavyweight matchups this week. Uh, we got me versus Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy is uh, a good friend of mine, and he's a very, very strong foe at this point too. Um, so, Cassidy, just beware! I'm coming for you, buddy. I'm coming. Then we also got Adam and CJ. That should be an interesting and should be a good matchup. Should be close. Um, then we got Pat versus Coley. Hopefully Coley uh, set his lineup. I can actually check and look. It looks like he has. He has. So congrats, Coley. Good job on setting your lineup. Um, and Lane, I talked to him earlier. He said he was behind. He, he'll set his lineup. But anyway, we got Pat versus Coley. It looks like Pat's uh, got a pretty good advantage in the projections right now based on his picks. Uh, then we got Gordo versus uh, Jonathan White, well, another good matchup. Uh, and then we got Josh versus BJ. We got two four and one teams going at it. Uh, two of the three teams that are tied number one in the standings. Uh, Josh has got flames around his team because he is one four straight. He lost an unfortunate week one matchup against, I believe it was Pat. And now he looks to be uh, flaming. He is the human torch at this moment. He is flaming on. Not a flamer, but flaming on. So he plays BJ this weekend. Uh, BJ's doing, he's good, he's doing enough to get by because he has had two major injuries to his team at least. So yeah, should be an interesting matchup. And then you got John Curtis versus Lane. And uh, Lane, don't sleep on John Curtis's team. I know it's struggling, but he's got some heavy hitters, so just be careful. So, yeah, we've had some interesting uh, pickups this week. We've already had uh, Isaiah Hartenstein being picked up. Not really sure. I think Serge Ibaka's back, Pat, so we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, uh, Rudy Gay, who probably is a really good pickup. I think he's going to get major minutes for uh, Utah. He may even play some small ball center for him. So, John Curtis added Patty Mills and dropped Colin Sexton. Uh, Killian Hayes was also dropped by BJ. Pat made some moves the other day where he added uh, Larry Nance and dropped Devin Eubanks. Uh, dropped Kyle Anderson and Anthony Melton. So, anyway, there's some of the pickups of this past week. Uh, that is the forecast this week. Uh, we've got Thanksgiving, so it's going to be pretty busy. So, that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm recording off my phone at the moment, off the Anchor app. For one thing, I'm curious to see how it would work. And plus, I know you you all want to get this thing out like on a Monday when these uh, these league reports and whatnot come out. So yeah, 
that's uh, pretty much that. So anyway, hopefully everybody has a good Thanksgiving. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to eat dressing and all the other Thanksgiving food, turkey, of course, uh, then the vegetables and, and the pies. I like pecan pie and all the other sweets that come along with. I'm not a big yams guy, but anyway, it should be fun to see family. So hopefully every one of you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving as well. Share it with your family. Enjoy it. Uh, I know that Brinkley, this will be one of her better Thanksgivings because she'll be actually able to go out and have fun and and do stuff. So yeah, it's going to be cool. But uh, Some of the other things I wanted to mention that's going on in the NBA right now. We had a firing already. Uh, Sacramento has fired Luke Walton which is no surprise. We we all knew that Luke Walton's probably not that good of a head coach. He's kind of a assistant. Uh, he'd probably be a solid assistant coach. Um, I know the year that uh, Golden State had a really good record where Steve Kerr had to step down due to, I think he had sickness. I couldn't remember exactly what kind of sickness it was. But that year that Luke Walton stepped in, he had a really awesome Golden State team. So, do we really know if he was a good coach? Probably not. Well, it looks like now that he was not a good coach. He's got a lot of talent in Sacramento. He should be better than what they've done here lately. A uh, little questionable why they waited this long to, to, to fire him. I honestly don't see the point and why they did not go ahead and fire him in the offseason and go ahead and implement somebody else's new system. Uh, the person who is going to take over for the Kings at the moment is Alvin Gentry. Uh, he has coached all over the NBA, it feels like now. He coached the uh, seven seconds and less uh, Phoenix Suns when Dan and Tony left. Um, he's coached the Pelicans with Anthony Davis, Cousins, and them. And uh, I feel like he's coached somewhere else, and I'm just not thinking about. But uh, normally people have pretty good fantasy production when they when they are coached by Alvin Gentry. So... Hopefully, I'm looking for De'Aaron Fox, who's on my team, actually hits shots. He's shooting terribly right now, but he's still putting up decent scores. But we're hoping for him and Rashawn Holmes and, and the cast because, I mean, they've got a really good team. Um, somebody to look out for maybe is Marvin Bagley. Maybe he'll get more minutes now since uh, since Luke Walton is gone. Uh, people still forget he was number two overall pick that year. He's got talent. I mean, he wouldn't have been drafted number two overall if he didn't have talent. But, so, yeah, somebody to keep an eye on. But, anyway, uh, other than that, what did everybody think about the fight between LeBron James and uh, Isaiah Stewart for uh, Detroit? I believe LeBron James instigated the whole situation. He clearly balled up his fist and whipped it and hit Stewart right in the eye however I do not like how Stewart reacted it's like when he saw blood it was like he uh, just continued to go eight crazy bananas out there he had blood coming down his eye acting a fool he had people what was funny is people started grabbing him and then he uh, all of a sudden acted like he was fine and that he would make a loop again come right back down and try to chase him again and they would have to grab him all and then he actually went in the tunnel, and then you're actually, you actually think he comes around the and comes out the other tunnel. And they were the Lakers were warned that he could be coming through their tunnel. 
So it was just a crazy situation. I thought it was interesting. Anything with LeBron James, uh, I love to hate on LeBron James because I, I think he deserves it for a lot of what he's done in the NBA for how he's handled himself. He is not the GOAT. It is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is by far way better, especially especially if Michael Jordan could have played in today's NBA. Which I know the, the, the league is calling uh, fouls a lot stricter this year, which it should be, but Michael Jordan would just dominate. I mean, there's no question about it. But anyway, that's my take on that. Other than that, it's been a pretty solid NBA week. I know I've just got done watching the Celtics and the Houston game, and Celtics blew out Houston, mainly in the third quarter. Jalen Brown, he uh, hit this acrobatic layup where the ball just kind of floated in the air and fell in. Like, I think he did. He kind of cupped it with his left hand, floated in there, and it, and it fell in. And then he dropped two straight threes, and it was just wild. And he was on a minute restrict, minutes restriction tonight as well. Uh, Jason Tatum balled out. Uh, Houston, without Kevin Porter Jr., they're just kind of struggling. Uh, some of the things I did take away is Eric Gordon's still a pretty good ball player. He hopefully will get traded and go to a solid contender. Same with Daniel Tice, which he played for the Celtics the past three or four years. He's very underrated, a really good center, really good rebounder, a really good defensive center as well. So hopefully those two players get moved. Houston collects more assets and continue to lose so they can get better draft picks. The Oklahoma City formula, the Philadelphia 76ers of all those years, the Sam Hinkie 76ers, that's the model for them. And that's the model they're taking this year. So, uh, the next coach I feel like is on the hot seat would be Dwayne Casey for Detroit, by the way. So, if that if that firing takes place, that will affect how uh, their coach as well. Coaching makes a huge difference in the NBA, especially with system. The stuff they run, the rotations and whatnot. Um, so, keep an eye on that situation as well, as Detroit is not good. So... Anyway, I think what I want to start doing is eliminating a team every week from the playoffs. It's something that uh, a podcast I listen to, which is Nate Duncan and John Hollinger do. Uh, they Every time they gather, they they make a pick of who should be uh, removed from the playoffs. So my first, I'm going to do two since I'm behind a little bit. So the two teams I'm going to go ahead and limit, uh, eliminate from the playoffs are two pretty simple teams. Uh, that's Oklahoma City and uh, it's going to be Houston. Those are the two teams I'm, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate from the playoffs. They have no chance of making it. So, by the way, the East is actually better than the West this year. The East has got some really good teams in it. It's like 12 teams deep right now that are actually good. So, it's, it's quite refreshing because, man, for the past 20 years, it seems like the West has been dominant. But, anyway, I'm rambling now. That's, uh, that's going to be the podcast this uh, week. It's going to be short and sweet. Hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, y'all, excuse me, you all uh, just spend time with your families. Uh, enjoy it. Eat plenty of food. And uh, I guess Black Friday shopping is going to start this Friday. So if you all go out to do Black Friday shopping, then good luck because I'm not doing it. So anyway, uh, if that's all that it is, I'm going to just go ahead and sign off. This is the Jab Step Fantasy basketball podcast. I hope everybody has a good day and see you next time.